I think one of the bane of women's existence is lip wrinkles. Uh, I believe that oftentimes women are so focused with lip wrinkles because they think it makes them look older. What I found is that a, a vast majority of lip wrinkles are not really detectable on social distance. So in other words, when I sit across the table from you and I have lunch with you, I may never even notice a single lip wrinkle, but you probably will be obsessed with it if you're a woman. And the reason is you put makeup on, lipstick on, maybe there's a micro bleed of the, of the lipstick and you believe it makes you look old. Um, and I, I had a, a, a incidents many years ago where I had a, a mother and daughter sitting in my consultation room where um, the mother said, I'm so bothered by my lip wrinkles. And the daughter said, Mom, you have no lip wrinkles. I have bad lip wrinkles. And the mother said, you have no lip wrinkles. I have lip wrinkles. Now, why would one person, whether it's mother, daughter, or two friends, think they themselves have lip wrinkles, whereas the other person doesn't have lip wrinkles? The simple reason is they're, they use 10x magnification. They look very, very closely. And every tiny little flaw makes them look bad. So there's a few things to know about lip wrinkles. The first is that sometimes it's not worth treating. And the reason why is that if I can't see it, it's oftentimes you're going to be disappointed with my results. So I, I sit there, I try to get it better, but I don't even know what I'm getting better because I barely can see it unless I'm two inches from your face. So if I'm trying to manage these lip wrinkles and I barely can see them, you may be disappointed at the end of the day. And the second reason is, is it even worth treating? There, you, know, you may spend a fortune on something that no one else sees but you. So the question is, you know, people always tell me, or they always say, well, Dr. Lamb, I just want to make me happy. I, I don't care if you can see it. I just want to fix it for me. But if it's really hard to see from a social distance or even from a relatively close distance, unless I'm with bright lights and magnifying looking at you, then the question is, can I make it good enough that it would actually make, your, make you satisfied? So that's one thing. Now, let's say that you do have wrinkles and they are discernible at a reasonable distance and you really do want those treated. How can you manage them? So I always use the analogy of like ironing a shirt. So if you iron a shirt and you wear it, the shirt will look wrinkled again. So ironing the shirt is doing fancy lasers, dermabrasion, things like that. Wearing the shirt is like not doing Botox or other things to prevent the movement. And so if you think about it, if I laser it, dermabrate it, do everything to make the wrinkle better, but then you purse your lips, move things, you're going to create those lip wrinkles to return very quickly. So a lot of people think, well, I just need to laser them. Now, yes, if there are deeply fixed wrinkles, there is no Botox in the world that will fix it. There is nothing that I can do to manage it. You need to have some kind of deeper laser. Um, some kind of uh, therapy to, to improve the, the, the skin. Uh, at the same time, I believe that small Botox treatments also changing behavior. Like if you're smoking cigarettes, if you're doing uh, drinking a lot of soup and a lot of water bottles, there are things that can make the lip wrinkles worse. So you want to try to avoid uh, straws, for example, which of course help your teeth. But if you're, you're using a lot of straws, you're, you're drinking out of water bottles, if you're doing a lot of things like that, um, and of course, the, the one thing is just stop using 10x magnification trying to see if you have a lip wrinkle. But if you need to look at behavioral changes to minimize that. The second thing you can do is to think about the collagen damage that's deep. So, so I use radiofrequency microneedle, which helps with tightening up and improving the deep collagen. Now, the RF microneedle is not going to improve the epidermis. So if there is a deep set line on the surface of the skin where the epidermis is creased, it's not going to do very much for that. What it's doing is improving your collagen. So the reason you're fragmenting and the reason you didn't fragment when you were younger is that the collagen is damaged. And when the collagen is damaged, it's, it's going to create an enfolding of the epidermis or the outer layer. So we need to sort of attack the collagen. How do you do that? 
Botox can help you minimize the collagen fragmentation. It can heal the tissues a little bit better. It's not gonna last that long. Oftentimes it's only gonna last one to three months the first time. And over time you may think, well, why am I spending all this money? I don't charge a lot for it and it doesn't hurt when I do it. But if you constantly do a little Botox around the lips, they can continue to help repair the collagen and fight the, the desire for that collagen to fragment. RF microneedle is a little bit more significant. It is not just regular microneedle, which does very little, but the radio frequency can help strengthen the collagen. It takes a few rounds to do that. Um, fillers don't work that well, unless you're talking about a deep line that I've got to fill because you can overfill the area above the vermilion border. The vermilion border is defined by that junction of the red and white lip. So you wanna be careful with fillers. Um, it's to me, you can just continue to add more and more volume to the lip with fillers and you still don't address the wrinkle to your satisfaction and then you constantly chase it, chase it, chase it. And so if you think the Botox is not lasting long, remember I'm not trying to get rid of it in one shot. It's just a constant battle to improve collagen. Uh, and then if it's deep enough, I would do dermabrasion, which is my go-to therapy for deeper issues around the lines. If you can do other therapies simultaneous to it, I prefer to use nanofat. Uh, in there, nanofat is basically fat that has been ultra purified so that I only take out the stem cells and I don't have any of the actual structural elements to fat. So it's actually almost like water and I'm injecting that into the dermis. I don't do that by itself, but oftentimes I do it. Well, I do it sometimes by itself, but oftentimes I'd like to do it with dermabrasion or deeper CO2 or erbium laser around it. Um, and that typically has a relatively fast recovery, even though it's a deeper treatment because we have something called oxygenetics, which helps the skin heal itself a little bit faster. So um, I know this is a complicated topic. It is a topic that comes up all the time. It's a topic that women are fascinated by. It's the number one reason that women come here that they want that treated over something else. But the bottom line is besides the therapies I do have available to treat it and the ongoing battle to try to offset it from collagen fragmentation, I try to tell my patients, look, the best way to spend money with me is to let me prioritize where you should spend it. Because if I fight these, these wrinkles that no one else can see, and you have very hollow eyes or a saggy jawline, or you've got some other issues, or you've got deep crow's feet, that's not, that's, people don't see that. And what I'm always trying to do is help a social professional standing so you look better to other people. Now, I always, also I always say I don't treat cancer or heart disease, so I'm not forcing you to do this. If you just wanna treat that area, you can if I believe I can improve it, because if I don't believe I can improve it, you're going to be disappointed and that's going to lead to problems. So hopefully this, this sort of a mini consultation on uh, lip wrinkles is helpful.